Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN, welcome to Trail Towns with Dietz and Vandy. Welcome to Trail Towns Radio with Vandy and Dietz, brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand. Did you hear that guitar and that little stingy music? It just made me want to go on holidays with my bicycle, Vandy. (laughs) It is. Well, that's what we do. That's what Trail Towns is. Exactly. We're a bicycle tourism show on SBS. We've been, uh, well, we've been very successful. I think we've won quite a few awards, yet to receive them in the mail. <laughs> I'm sure they're coming. Just from our friends and family, oh, the I awards know, are. Really, I know. But we're a bicycle tourism show, and we, we did a radio show last year, and it was great. We got a lot of good reactions. So we're here to talk about going on a holiday, riding your bike, stuff to do when you go away, and you know, try and give you some information so that when you've, you know, done with footy and you're done with basketball, you want to go for a ride, holiday with your family, you listen to us. Well, cycling is so hot right now. So hot right now. Everyone is getting into going on holidays, taking their bikes and going on these really fun adventures. And that's what we're trying to show people with Trail Towns. It's a whole just extravaganza of what to do with your bike when you're out traveling. It is. Vandy, I've, I've had a lot of people ask me, who are you? Like, who are you? So we're going to introduce uh, those people who don't know us, which is probably just about everybody. I'm going to introduce who you are, and you're going to introduce who I am. So Paul Vanderplug or Vandy, is a mountain bike world champion. I think he won the 2013 World Eliminator XC Championship. Oh, it feels like a lifetime ago. Yes, it was a long time ago. <laughs> um, and um, ne- he's never had an actual real job, um, which is something I'd be really proud of if I was him. Uh, and he's a terrific guy. And I met you in 2017 and we came up with this idea for Trail Towns and here we are. I know. And uh, Dietz is pretty much just like this super enthusiastic human, very, very passionate mountain biker and the master of the motion picture. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm very passionate about my mountain biking. I'm not very good at it. I keep falling off. Yes, but uh, we've just completed filming Trail Towns Season 2, which was 100% in New Zealand. So it was uh, a big adventure, six and a half weeks over there, but we'll probably talk about that a bit more later. We sure will. We uh, we had our sort of, what is it, nine-week run before Christmas, and we had some amazing people. We had Cadell Evans on our show. It was on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock. This is also repeated on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock. So if you're in bed listening to us and it's Sunday morning, good morning. <laughs> or if it's Monday night, which it is now. Good evening. Good evening. Exactly. Yes, yes. Uh, we, we had Sorry, we, mate. Oh, we had great guests on. We had Anna Mears. We had Saya Sakakibara. There was... Uh, a whole string of people, which was surprising. And we've got great guests coming on tonight as well. We sure do. Who have we got tonight, Vanny? Uh, I think we've got Andrew Waddell from Tourism New Zealand. Now, Andrew Waddell is a visionary because when we came to him with the idea of Trail Towns about three years ago, he was like, that's the best idea ever. And I'm including stuff like 
electricity and the internet. It's a better idea than that, he said to us. <laughs> so he's a, he's a great fan of the show. So we're going to have a chat to Andrew about tourism in New Zealand and what we've just experienced. And we've also got uh, Mike Tomolaris, who's a uh, fantastic friend of Trail Towns and uh, a, a, in, he's a journalism of cycling. He's a master of the microphone as well. He is. He's, uh, he's worked at SBS like ourselves and now he's branching in. He's taking over the European operation of Trail Towns Band. He's going to bring our audience and ourselves up to speed with all of the things you can do on a Trail Towns holiday in Europe. Wow, yes, and we can get over to Europe again, which is very exciting. It's very exciting. Now, one of the things, even if you're not Victorian-based, and we're going all over Australia and New Zealand, Vandy, just because that's just like what we do, but one of the things people talking about, have been talking about lots is Warburton. What's mm. happening in Warburton? Warburton, for those people who don't know, is a town which is about an hour away from the centre of Melbourne, and it's got this massive mountain that's more than 1,000 metres high, and there's been a proposed mountain bike park. Who are we having on talking about that? Matt Harrington. The man. Yes, from Yarra Valley. And uh, it's just a curious case in Warburton, but it's it's quite interesting. And we're going to get the latest information about that. And uh, what have you been up to, Dix? Well, you forgot about Jamo. Oh, sorry, Tales, Jammo. Tales from the Bench with Jamo. He, previously, he was, well, he was called uh, Terrific Top Tech Tips with Jamo, but he... You didn't give us any tech tips, so we had to rebrand him. But we'll talk about him a bit more later. But what have I been up to? Good question. I've been, well, I've been making a TV show with you. That's <laughs> <laughs> taken a bit of my time. But you know what? Christmas time, we got to have a holiday and we got to travel and we got to do stuff. And I went with my partner, Jane, in our caravan and we went to St. Helens and we went to Derby and went to all of that top northeast part of Tassie. And it was amazing. And you went over on the boat? You went over on the boat and oh. we, you know, we, we had a little cabin and it was all, you know, lovely. Oh, it's so nice over there. And so you're pretty much just living the trail town's dream. Well, I was, apart from the, with about 300 mils of rain in 36 hours. That was fun. <laughs> I went and did what was called the Dreaming Pools ride. You told me about it, which is in St. Helens. And we'll talk about that. You know, we'll get somebody from St. Helens on the show another week, but... What a place to ride mountain bikes. Anyway, this this Dreaming Pools has got this lovely waterfall and you can slide into it and you can float down. Well, not this day. I was under about a half a metre of water on the trail and the trail was about 30 metres from the river, like it was flooded. Yeah, well, for people who don't know about this trail, it sort of meanders around the hills. It's not too technical. It's kind of designed for anyone to go out and ride there and it's really good for e-bikes because you can get some momentum up the climbs and... Then it's got this scenic waterway through there. And I, when I told Dietz to go and ride it, I envisaged this beautiful sunny day and he sent pictures and it was <laughs> like they'd had Olympic-sized rapids installed where the little stream was meant to be for a picnic. So it was a very different experience. But, uh, yeah, the weather can sometimes be wild down in Tasmania. They can. And, and by the way, the, the Dreaming Pools has got a 5K climb out and make sure your battery has some charge in it before you start climbing it, unlike me. <laughs> I ran out of battery, five k's to go, had to climb out. And weren't you late to dinner yes, that night as well? Jane was <laughs> Jane was rather disappointed with my timing that evening. <laughs> anyway, that's what you get. So St Helens is an absolutely wonderful trail town, and we'll talk more about that part of Tassie. It's wonderful, wonderful stuff. What else, Bandy? Let's let's just let's get right to the nub of it. New Zealand. Oh, I thought you were going to ask what I did during my summer. Oh, I said, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> oh, well, mate. oh, look, uh, no, that's right. Uh, what did I do? We went to 
the Ride High Country region. That's where I was born in um, Mount Beauty and caught up with the family and just did a bunch of riding around there up at Falls Creek. It's uh, it's sort of like the riding paradise when you go up there and there's so many options of places to ride. So uh, a bit of a road trip down on the Great Ocean Road. It's just nice to be able to get out and explore again after being in lockdowns and that sort of thing. So we just use the time. Um, we've got a place in Warburton. So we also went up to Warburton and just chilled out and uh, checked out the Redwoods and went for some rides along the rail trails. Just, uh, yeah, Chloe and I had a bit of a road trip adventure around Victoria. And you painted your place with my rollers and my paint kit. Yeah, I've still got them, actually. <laughs> I was wondering, yeah. wondering when I might get it. Yeah, um, as a painter, I make a fantastic bike rider. Uh, you're doing all right. Um, did you do any racing over summer? Ah, yes. I actually raced in the high country in a new race called The Goat, which oh. is... Uh, like a mountain goat sort of event. Uh, it was four days. Uh, the first day was in Yakandanda, mm. and then we headed over to beautiful Bright, and uh, then we went to Mount Beauty, the hometown, and then back to Bright. And each day was about 50 kilometres of, of riding, and we only got timed on the downhills because I did the gravity goat. But the gravity goat? Yes. There was also the XC goat, and uh, that was timed around the whole course, which is a little bit more challenging if you uh, have to get timed up the hills. But we had a really fun week just riding around those amazing mountain bike parks. How did you go on the race, mate? Oh, uh, pretty good in the end. I think I was the fastest on you the won. gravity goat. Yeah, no, you won. I know. Yeah, it was it was quite good because I went there with two other very good friends who are cross-country riders and they've, uh, they've retired from cross-country racing. But we were one, two, three on the podium. And at the event village at the Bright Brewery every afternoon, we were just laughing. We were just like, this is like a dream come true. Go there with your mates and then uh, take the three steps of the podium. It's a great event because anyone can do it. We talk trail towns. It's, we're, not a, we're not a show for bike racing. We're just like dudes that like to go on holidays with our families and our friends and couples and go, you know, go riding and discover towns. And that goat event is perfect for people that aren't into racing. Like it's just for normal riders that want to go and do an event and then discover places like Yakandana, which is a great town. Totally. And there was a lot of people that had never raced before. So they were going there for their first ever race, which is cool because, yeah, seeing people experience mountain bike racing or any sort of cycle racing is just a real treat. And I guess, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing that event develop over the years. Big time. Now, uh, we're going to come back after this little break to talk about news and updates, Vandy. It's your section when I'm going to grill you to find out what's been going on. Oh, oh Jordan, superstition. <laughs> Love your work, my friend. He's a good man. Um, Vandy. Now, there's been so much happening in the world of cycle tourism and also racing because you are a world champion of a few years ago, but still, we're not going to take that away from you today. Um, and there's a bunch going on in racing in Australia. We're doing some good work, aren't we? Yes. Well, uh, I passionately follow the mountain bike World Cup circuit and Amazingly, we've got an Australian who's won the first three World Cups of the year, and she's one of only five people in history to ever do it. And it's it's Beck McConnell, and it's insane that she's been able to pull off these results. So I've been staying up uh, normally on a Sunday night, and we're watching the events, and it's 
it's it's insane to see her winning these World Cups because we haven't had uh, a mountain biker from Australia be this successful ever, probably since Cadell Evans maybe in the early 2000s. Tell us about a World Cup cross-country race. How would you describe what an athlete goes through in one of those? Great question. It is hard to describe unless you've done it, but essentially you've got a, a five-kilometre course which takes you up and over mountains and then... When you climb to the top of the mountain, you just throw your bike and body off the side of the mountain through single trail, through rock gardens. You've got big jumps and drops, and you have to do that while riding as fast as possible. So it's one of the most intense sports you can imagine, but it is really just hard to get to the finish line. It takes about an hour and a half to give you a bit more of an idea, but yeah, to watch that is uh, it's it's something else. I actually get to commentate the Olympics, so I commentated uh, the Olympics last year, and it was it was quite fun commentating that event because it's the world's best trying to perform at their very best for the biggest race in the world. I used to love your comments when I was listening about all the bike colours and all the different <laughs> tech. That's, that's the stuff I look at. <laughs> People love tech. I love the tech. Speaking of amazing performances, we also had uh, Jai Hindley who just won the Giro d'Italia in, and he's a Perth boy. So we've had Australia just destroying it on the, the road and the mountain bike and also, um, Adam Blazovich has just gone over and started racing gravel bikes and got on the podium last weekend. He got a third place in a gravel World Series event. So it's insane how good the Australians are doing in uh, multiple disciplines. Now, I'm a very passionate cyclist, as you know, but I asked you a question before and I said to you, what's the difference between the Giro d'Italia and the Tour de France? Because <laughs> I thought one was actually shorter. Well, it's not, right? No. Tell us what's the difference because our great friend that... Man, Cadell Evans, who we spoke to last year, we call him the great friend of the show. I don't think he'd recognise us in the lineup, but anyway, um, he was saying that he actually described mountain bike racing as pure agony compared to um, racing in the tour. So there you go. That's how tough it is. But what's the difference? Well, there's three grand tours and they are all similar in length. So they're three weeks and they usually have three rest days. But I think the, the Giro is a bit of a underdog it's one of the hardest races or it's it's in the top three hardest races in the world i think over 3300 kilometers jai had to race and it came down to the last time trial on the last day so it was very close racing and very very impressive riding so we'll be watching out for jai hinley in up and coming tours in future years because he's only 20 mid 20s so he's quite young it came right out of the blue, didn't it? I mean, for me, it did. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so for some people, but he's flown under the radar a little bit, Jai. He's come through the Australian system, raced on a bunch of different teams, and then uh, he actually was in the the uh, pink jersey, which is the leader's jersey in the Giro, a couple of years ago, and he lost it in the final time trial. So he had redemption this year, which is uh, which is pretty amazing to see. Now, talking of gravel, which you said before, the gravel is a happening thing. You just did a gravel race on the weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I just did a fun gravel event in Yakandanda, a local one done by um, Big Hill Events. A good friend, Rowan, puts on just these fun events. It was only 60 kilometres, uh, so it was a couple of hours out there in the, the beautiful hills around Beechworth. But uh, it's just nice to be able to go out and race again uh, post-pandemic. Like, everything's back open. I was in... Um, I was in New South Wales for a mountain bike event last weekend, the Rocky Trail, which was a super flow designed for a 
getting down the hill but not uh, being too scared. So the trails are a bit easier and a bit more consumable. Well, one of the things we want to do, Vandy, on this show, weekly show, and I think we're on next week at 7.30, not 9, but it's going to be roughly on a Monday night. We'll let you know when is that we want to uh, invite you to tell us your stories of what's going on in your trail town, in your region. You might have trails being built. You might have a new rail trail. You might have a great new pub. You might have a good brewery, whatever. Just let us know and we'll tell you a story. We can let the world know, or at least our part of the world, which is, you know, Australia, New Zealand. There's a lot of it, really, when you think about it. We'll let everybody know what you're up to. So if you just get in touch with us at Trail Towns um, through SEN or through our website, Trail Towns TV, yeah, it's quite exciting. People can call up at any time and uh, we can field the calls if uh, people want to. We'll, we've got a question later on, so keep your, uh, your fingers ready to dial in. And you can also use the SEN app, which has an easy link to call or text in. Now, listen, we will be having TalkBack. And did you realise, Vandy, it's the world's first TalkBack for a bicycle tourism show ever? <laughs> You sound like you're from America. It's like... Uh... So, no, it, I'm just, I just want to put a little bit of pressure on our audience because if we say that, uh, you know, we can take your calls. Oh, yeah, we'd like to. First time call, a long time listener. Um, we <laughs> <laughs> we'll pat it if no one rings. But no, look, we'll have that. Uh, we'll have a little topic in chat. You can text us at any time, 0433981116. Give us your thoughts, anything popping to head. We, if, we, if we say something that provides you with some sort of inspiration, share it, and we'll read it out here. But right after this, we've got a very, very important person coming on from New Zealand, Bandy. Andrew Waddell, yes. Andrew Waddell from Tourism New Zealand. Right after this, you're with Trail Towns, Bandy and Deets. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Deets and Vandy. Hey, you're back with Trail Towns. It's Deets and Vandy here. And Vandy, we've got someone very, very special coming up right now. We do. We've got Andrew Waddell from 100% Pure New Zealand. We got you there, Andrew. Yeah, kia ora. Kia ora, kia ora. We got used to saying that in New Zealand over the last couple of months when we were there, Andrew. Now, I gave you a wrap-up at the start, and I said you were the, probably the first true believer of this idea of ours to do a bicycle tourism show on TV. What, what oh, about, that's very kind. Yeah, what about Vandy and I so impressed you? Oh, look, I think, um, you know, Trail Towns was, you know, on the, on the crest of a wave, um, crest of a wave, I should say, in the sense of, uh, you know, cyclists getting out there, enjoying the best of cycling, getting around what you've called uh, trail towns, and then connect, you know, connecting deep with community. And uh, I just wanted the opportunity to be able to tell Aotearoa and New Zealand story with that. Uh, and obviously, uh, the other part of it is your guys' um, passion and belief uh, in the idea as well. It uh, was infectious. And what a story New Zealand has to tell, Andrew. And we cannot wait to show everyone season two july 2nd it's coming up really quick it's flying around it's less than a month away so we we experienced it ourselves but for our listeners why do you think cycle tour tourism in new zealand is so popular i think it comes down to a couple of things i think the first one would be just um the proximity and diversity so you know everything is close uh proximity to 
cities, towns, uh, and then com combined with the diversity of landscape there is something special. I think the other thing that New Zealand really uh, offers um, and what you see is that it's, it's so accessible, you know, whether you're um, a local uh, living in New Zealand, able to get out to the trails, but also, you know, Australian being able to travel over as well. The, the other part of it, accessibility is that it's really the trails are set up from the hardcore mountain biker uh, all the way through to you know the family family affair where everyone uh, of all ages is taking part. So you know you you can really uh, have a fantastic experience over there, uh, and um, combine that with some good exercise you know out and about in um, New Zealand's wildlife. Andrew, we were so blessed. We did six episodes, three in the North Island, three in the South Island. Four of those episodes featured what we call the great rides, the great cycle rides of New Zealand. There are 22 of them. We'll go into that in a second. But what we hope when people see the show is just the literal amazement we had from every moment of every day. People would say, what's the best part of the trip? I'd say, well, no, no. What was the best part of the day of that particular week, of that particular episode? It's, it's almost life-changingly beautiful over there. So the 22 great rides. How did they come about? Who thought of it? And why are they so special? Yeah, well, look, it's, uh, it's actually 23 now. Oh. So uh, the new one, Lake Dunstan Trail. Well, I, I like to think it's, it's growing, you know. So um, it, it's the idea is modelled off um, the Great Walks. So Great Walks actually turned 30 uh, this year, so 30th year anniversary. Uh, and so, you know, the, the Great Rides was, was modelled off that. The first one, really, the major inspiration was the Otago Central Rail Trail. And really, interestingly, it was the first major off-road cycling tour route uh, and opened in 2000. And it repurposed a disused railway as a multi-day multi travel um, or trail passing through a series of out-of-the-way out of towns. And what's really interesting about that is it not only revitalised the quiet corner of the South Island, uh, became the second largest income earner um, after farming for the region. So, you know, it was, it was a real success. The government got behind it, uh, local councils got behind it, and the, and really got behind the idea to build a network of world-class cycle trails um, that were safe and sustainable way to explore New Zealand's uh, special places. So, um, you know, great history there, and it's just sort of continued uh, to grow. Uh, they're, they're now called Ana Haringa. Uh, which is, means journey um, or, or the journeys. And it's they've built, they've built or combined really old pathways forged by explorers and travellers. Um, and, you know, as I said uh, earlier on, it sort of continues to grow. And the, the Lake Dunstan Trail has been a, an absolute um, a massive success uh, with a lot of Kiwis heading down there um, and not actually enjoyed that, that uh, yet by... Uh, international visitors so it's something that they'll be able to explore in the coming months it was interesting when we were over doing uh, a few of the great rides throughout the filming of trail town season two because everyone was talking about different rides when we were on a ride they were like oh have you done this one or have you done that one and i think each each experience is quite unique i guess uh one i was thinking of is in lake uh topor and we have access to a, a taxi boat and the guy ian who's an absolute legend he, Jill. <laughs> he uh he comes and picks up riders who have done a full day riding from uh 
think 30 kilometers or 40 kilometers. I think it's more, yeah. It's yeah. 40, yeah. And it's outside of the lake and then you ride to the shore of the western side of the lake and he picks you up in a boat and then he takes you and sh- he puts the bikes on top of the boat and then uh, takes you over and shows you some waterfalls. And it's sort of like, I don't know where you would do that anywhere else in the world. Like it's uh, it's so unique. And I guess maybe speak a little bit about how unique some of the experiences are, Andrew. Yeah, well, I think what you've got there um, in one is uh, the sort of the Kiwi hospitality, I think. Um, you know, Manaki Tanga, that generosity of spirit, um, and, you know, that, that he's, he's gifting uh, very much uh, an experience there, telling you his story uh, and bringing to life, um, bringing to life, you know, the local area. And that's really what brings through each ride in its own way um, across the North and South Island. So, you know, you really do feel the, the embrace of the people in place. Um, a similar one that I've experienced to, to something you've just said, Vandy, is, you know, Queen Charlotte, where you can sort of, it's a sort of 70k ride, but you can uh, decide to take your bags with you or, you know, put them on a boat and, and stay in accommodation along the way. Um, but you've also, you know, what some of the, it's not just the great rides, but, you know, been able to go to somewhere like Queenstown, Christchurch, uh, and also Rotorua and really just have different rides um, from, you know, a centre centre point. So, you know, there's a real great experience or a range of experiences that people can enjoy um, and definitely uh, a lot to enjoy over many years. Oh, um, after um, my partner Jane and I, I showed Jane the episode which we did the Twin Coast Cycle Trail, which is starting at where the Treaty of Waitangi was signed, as you know, but our audience may not, and it goes along an old railway line that ends up where Coupe who was the first person to set foot on New Zealand landed the actual spot. And after oh. Jane said that, saw that, she said, we're going there. Like it's so life changingly beautiful. It is Andrew, just ridiculously beautiful. But the cities is something which blew me away. I think that's the thing which was most surprising in a way, because I've been to Christchurch. A lot of people go to Christchurch and maybe go straight off to Queenstown, or they might go to Auckland and whiz straight down to Rotorua and Taupo, etc. But Auckland is a great cycle city. You've got Waiheke Island, which you can ride all over. And then you've got this awesome mountain bike park called 440, which has got as, as good a gravity park as I've ridden anywhere. That's the thing that blew me away about New Zealand is, you know, when you fly there, don't get off out of the city. Stay a couple of days. Absolutely. Oh, they're great uh, landing spots, aren't they? You know, they've got the, the buzz of the city, uh, but it's great launching pads. Uh, for North Island out of Auckland, um, but also South Island out of Christchurch. And, um, you know, both cities are um, set up for cyclists. So, you know, being able to ride cycle trails around the city to explore when you first arrive. Um, You can do uh, cycle tours or, you know, guided tours to get to know a city. And also, you know, great supplies to be able to stock up for those adventures. And that's one of the things around cycling is it does take you into sort of quieter spots off the beaten track um, and, uh, you know, being able to you know, uh, explore them from the city is, is absolutely um, really an important part of, you know, New Zealand cycle trails and, and how they've been set up over the years. Absolutely. And we can't wait to talk more about New Zealand and have a deep dive in what we experience throughout our adventure. There's so many stories that we have throughout the month and a half that we're over there, but... Uh, you know what they say? There's nothing, there's no such thing as happiness. There's just moments of joy. I want to add to that. 
and there's also riding bikes in New well, Zealand. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys had lots of joy over there, that's for sure. Um, great images coming out of it, and I can't wait to see the uh, the moving images that tell the story for it. Um, I think it's going to be uh, look fantastic. Oh, thank you so much, Andrew, and thank you for all your support. We really appreciate it, and thanks for coming on tonight. Oh, no, no trouble. I just look forward to uh, going on one of those cycle trips with you sometime soon. Oh, that'd be great. We're looking forward to it too. Thank you, thank you so much, Andrew. Yeah, go well, guys. Thanks a lot. Cheers, mate. Well, from one amazing guest to another, I think we've got uh, Mike Tomalaris on li- online, and uh, he's here to chat about uh, his uh, latest updates. You there, Mike? Vandy, can you hear me? <laughs> the system works. We have him, <laughs> the great Mike Tomalaris. Mike, just hearing your voice makes me smile. <laughs> it makes me melt as well. I got to tell you, fellas, Vandy uh, Dieter, I can't tell you how thrilled and excited I am to be on a Trail Towns program. I've been watching the program on my former employer's uh, TV network for a couple of years now, and to be here with you to talk cycling, adventures, and everything on two wheels is just a thrill. I'm genuine when I say that. Oh, it's uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on, Mike. I Every time I hear your voice, it gets me excited because uh, it feels like it's coming around to July and we're about to tune into the tour. So what's, uh, well, what's, what's your plans for this tour this year? Well, that certainly is correct. Uh, look, as you uh, may have gathered, I've been a part of the Tour de France coverage on my former employer. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll emphasize that uh, for the last 26 years. But this year, I will be going to France but with a new employer. These days, I'm not a TV broadcaster. These days, I'm a cycling tour host. And thanks to uh, Bike Style Tours, who have been around for more than 20 years, uh, taking uh, people from English-speaking countries like Australia to the most beautiful parts of Europe to ride bicycles, to take on the iconic mountains like uh, Ventoux, uh, Tourmalet, Alpe d'Huez, etc. Well, I'll be doing that this year. Uh, for uh, a month in July, uh, three one-week tours in the Alps, the Pyrenees, and also following the inaugural Women's Tour de France. And I'll return in September for La Vuelta. So it's a life change for me after 34 years with my former employer. <laughs> and here I am with my new employer. Well, look, Mike, all I can say is that their loss is our gain. And we have the great man as our now Euro Trail Towns correspondent. So for future weeks, our audience should know that Mike is going to give us the full info on Trail Towns in Europe and having a European holiday with your bike. So we've got Australia covered. Vandy, New Zealand, well, look. we know all about. But Mike, you're all about Europe, mate. Look, I've got to say, I've got a deep appreciation for travel, a deep appreciation for Australia. And I've been to New Zealand. And as you know, I've been to uh, Europe and France uh, for the last 26 years, as I say. And Vandy, you know very well, uh, I'm, I've been riding my bike for 20 years, but in most recent times, I've taken to the gravel. 
And I was with you in Beechworth in Victoria in recent times and took on the Granite Classic. And for the first time, I rode an e-bike uh, on gravel. And for 120 kilometres, I thought I had the hand of God, Dieter, on my back, pushing me all the way. It was a wonderful experience. And I tell you what, it's true. When you go on an e-bike, you don't want to go back. Well, you want to know something funny. I ride my e-bike with Paul. And he keeps up with me. It's actually quite depressing in a way. <laughs> it's like, why haven't I dropped him yet? No, I think those days are almost behind me. I just join on the e-bike now and we can go further and faster because uh, everyone's having a lot of fun. I think it's um it's good for you, Mike, though. You're obviously getting to do a lot more riding in these areas that you would have done a lot of traveling around. I'd say doing the broadcast of the, the tour, you wouldn't have been able to swing a leg over the bike as much as uh, most people would imagine you would. But now you're going to be well, doing these tours and you'll be able to see the mountains close up by bike. Well, can I tell you, uh, as a broadcaster, a former broadcaster, I have never, ever ridden a bicycle in Europe. You might find that very hard to believe. But as a broadcaster covering it's for my former employer, I mean, the days are long. You start at 7 a.m. and you don't hit the pillow again until 1 o'clock in the morning. The reason being, as we go to sleep in Europe, Australia is waking up and uh, radio stations like SCN are asking the questions, what happened in the Tour de France overnight? So the days are long, the travel is long. When I return my car rental back to Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris, I throw the keys at the attendant. He looks at the uh, speedometer and he says, Monsieur Tomaladis, you have done 7,000 kilometers. It is not possible. I say, listen, buddy. Listen, Pierre. It is possible. I've just done it. Check it out. And uh, there it is, 7,000 Ks. So we've got to make television. We've got to travel. And that's what the Tour de France is all about. I've never ridden a bicycle, but I'm looking forward to uh, riding hundreds, possibly a 1,000 or 2,000 kilometres in July of this year for Bike Style Tours. Well, Mike, we are absolutely wrapped. You're going to be with us for the entire season of Trail Towns Radio. You are our man in Europe. You will help our audience <laughs> understand how to plan and curate the best holidays. Bike Style Tours, tours sounds like a bit of a deal to me. I wouldn't mind getting on one of those myself there, Vandy. Oh, it sounds amazing. It does. I'm uh, excited to hear about your adventures. Yeah, so we'll chat to you next week, Mike. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to a long and beautiful relationship. Yeah, I'll be on every week and looking forward to having some banter with you guys. See you next week. <laughs> Fantastic. You're listening to Trail Towns with Vandy and Dietz. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Dietz and Vandy. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio with Vandy and Dietz, brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand. And Dietz, the text line has been blowing up, and I don't really know how to work the technology, but I've got a few here. What are the best trails around Melbourne, and how do I find the trail trails and trailheads? Are they sanctioned and open to the public? Okay, the best trails, in my opinion, are at Plenty Gorge. It is now a mountain bike park. Finding the trailhead is very simple. Just Google... <laughs> Trailhead at Mount Plenty Gorge is the Plenty Gorge uh, Park. I think it's called Plenty Gorge Park. And from there, it is a bowl of vermicelli. Yes. Good luck trying to find your way. <laughs> there's no signs. <laughs> there's sort of a free-for-all. If you've got Strava, you can use Strava heat map. Or if you've got a friend who's ridden there before, take them. Because I learned how to ride those trails by following Dietz around because he's been riding them since the 90s. Also, 
Sylvan in the Mount Dandenong Ranges is a really good one. It's about 40 minutes from Melbourne along the Eastern Freeway. Um, and it's it's got a few more signs, but also quite confusing. So mountain biking, it's a it's about adventure. So you just have to lean into the adventure. You might find yourself riding the wrong way on a trail and going on a head-on collision with another rider, but we hope you don't. But it's it's all about getting out there and uh, putting on your kit and throwing a leg over and going for an explore. There's one more text I just might read out here. Hi guys, is that Dita X Dental Tech X Drummer? Frank from Brunswick. I'll have you know, Frank, I'm not an ex-drummer. I still play the drums. <laughs> well, you, I don't think drummer is probably a bit of a compliment there. When you get it? to hit things, it's great. It's great. Well, there's another, oh, we got the pest. We got the pest. Peter from Mansfield sending us all these texts as well. We'll get, we'll get on to Peter's text in a second. But we have somebody right now, don't we, Bandy? The, the man of the moment. Mm, indeed. It's Matt Harrington from the Warburton Mountain Bike Project. Hello, Matt. G'day, gentlemen. How are you going? We are amazing, but what matters is how you're going, and what we'd like to know is what on earth is happening in that magical, mystical place they call Warburton. Well, uh, guys, you know, you just had a little bit of a chat there about Melbourne's best trails, and I can tell you, uh, in a couple of years' time, uh, we'll be resetting that list, and uh, and Warburton will certainly be at the very, very top. So, oh, Matt, um, it'll take a lot. It'll take a lot for Deets to sway from plenty, plenty gorge. Just put some blood, sweat, and tears into that place. <laughs> plenty of plenty of vertical there, mate. Plenty of vertical. No, we're we're fully committed to the Warburton project, and we're absolutely excited. For anyone who doesn't know, there was this magical twelve million dollars of funding that was going to build mountain bike trails in Warburton. And unfortunately, we haven't really built any yet, have we, Not yet, but Matt, what is happening? When did all this brouhaha start? Oh, look, uh, I've been with the project now for four years, but you've really got to go back even probably 10 years before that is really where the the project first started. And, you know, like most mountain bike projects, it started off with uh, pirate trail builders out in the bush building trails and... um, you know, it's, it's graduated from there. I think, um, you know, in 2013, it came across council's um, desk and, and we commissioned a, a um, feasibility study done by World Trail. And that was really the formulation of the, the start of the formal planning process for the project. And, you know, we've been going ever since. Um, and, uh, you know, at this point in time, we, we've just gone through a, a process called an environment effects statement. So it's um, normally a process that's reserved for a really large infrastructure projects like mines or, or freeways or wind farms or those sorts of things. Um, uh, but it is the deepest dive that you can take into looking at a project and, and really understanding what the potential environmental impacts will be. And we're not just talking ecology here, we're talking across, you know, whether it's ecology or heritage or social values. Um, you know, all of those sorts of things to really understand the potential impact of the project. Um, so, you know, we've, we've completed about, I think, over 3,500 pages worth of technical documents as, as part of the EES process and then another 1,500 or so pages of, of documentation through the inquiry process. So it's been a mammoth task. Um, and uh, you're, you're right, though, we haven't... We haven't stuck a shovel in the ground yet, but we're nearing the end of the approvals process and we're really hopeful that um, you know, we'll get an answer from the Minister for Planning around the middle of July. 
um, and hopefully that's a you know that's a positive outcome, and uh, we can we can start digging in around uh, November this year. Oh, it's a, it's uh, going to be very exciting, but it's it's gone through all the official pathways, so it's good that it's going to be very uh, well executed. Yeah, I think the other thing that you know this process is really detailed. It's very expensive and time-consuming, but it's also landed us in a in a place where you know we've got 177 kilometres of trail you know on the table here. Um, you know, and the the sort of outcomes we're looking at for the community and we need to bear this in mind whilst this is a mountain bike project it's primarily around um, you know the benefits to the community so um, you know the upper Yarra region is you know struggled for for quite some time around you know, economic and, and jobs outcomes um, and a project like this you know we're projecting 48 million dollars a year um, spend into the regional economy um, over 230 jobs uh, and these are ongoing jobs you know, returned to the local community. And when you look at a community like the Upper Yarra, which, you know, is facing the decline of things like the timber industry, um, you know, this is it's really important for the community outcome. Well, Matt, we are that excited to get you on the program. We'll get you on often, I think, and regularly to give us these updates and uh, have a little chat about Warburton. It's exciting for all of us. And uh, we will chat to you again soon. Thanks for joining us on Trail Towns. Thanks, James. Cheers, Matt. Be right back after this break, Vandy. Track. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN. Trail Towns with Dietz and Vandy. That's right, Dietz. This is Trail Towns Radio, and we've got another text to read out from Hannah. Uh, my partner and I have just started riding on the Mornington Peninsula. We're interested in trails and where we can ride to keep off the road and take us to places nearby. Lots of great rides down there. Go down to Merrick's Balnaring. There's a nice path. You can actually ride on the side of the road on bridle trails yeah. all the way around through to Red Hill. Tons of good riding down that part of the world. Check but... out the uh, Red Hill Mountain Bike Park as well. Oh, that's a ripper. Now, we've also got Pete. Now, Pete from Mansfield, which is a beautiful part of the world. You can probably see the snow-capped mountains in the morning, Pete, can't you? Um, why, are, why is Vandy in every promo shot at every mountain bike magazine ever? I think it's because he's cheap. But anyway. <laughs> it's because I'm so large. <laughs> <laughs> well, up next right now, we've got Jamo. Tales from the best. Now, Jamo, are you there, mate? I'm here, Dita. How are you? Fantastic. Jamo, uh, the legendary owner of Vic MTB. He now owns Quality Bicycle Repairs, or at least that's his story. He says they're quality. Jamo, you're going to be on with us every week. You're going to take out the show with us tonight, and you're going to give us tales from the workbench of a bike shop. That's fantastic, Dita. Looking forward to it. <laughs> what have you got for us this week, mate? Well, first of all, it's a miracle you could even get me on the phone. I've got a new one, and I tell you, I must have got the North Korean model. It's designed to cut you off from the outside world. <laughs> this is your phone? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I don't know how to use it. So oh, it's, a, well, it's a wonder you've even got the speech to me. But anyway, well, not to worry. Well, listen um, to me. It, They're winding us up even as we speak. Um, <laughs> because this is all you get this week, because every time... Last time you took all our time. Right. Going an instant outside. <laughs> we'll you're, get you on next week. Right, you're on Trail Towns. You're on Trail Towns Radio. We're going to catch you next week, 7.30, Monday night. Thanks to 100% Pure New Zealand. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you later.